Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with Misty Bailey and we are talking about marriage this week. This is part of our family series and I've been encouraged by Misty already and I love talking about marriage because marriage is important. It's an important part of our family and it's something that we need to pay attention to. It's something that we have to work on and we have to be intentional about it. We've talked about all of those things. So if you missed Monday and Wednesday, go back and listen to those episodes and be encouraged by those. Um, Today, I wanna go a little bit different direction, still talking about marriage, but I wanna talk about maybe, um, talk to the the couple who's maybe struggling um, in some ways, because we all know people who are struggling, maybe they just are in a really deep, deep valley of their marriage. And so we're gonna bring some encouragement for those people. But before we do, I wanna say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Every child has a unique individual learning style. BJU Press has video lessons with engaging teachers to lead your children through each of their academic subjects. These experienced teachers will present lesson content from multiple angles so your children can absorb information at a comfortable pace. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your students. Let's talk about fighting. (laughs) I don't want to fight with you, Misty. (laughs) Nor do I ever want to fight with my husband. Um, Fighting is one of those things. And we talked about this. I I don't remember if it was yesterday or Monday, but we talked about how oftentimes, I think it was on Monday. Often it's it's hard to be real and transparent Mm -hmm. with the people around us. And, and honestly, it's hard for me when I go on Facebook and I see people who are like, you know, my husband is a jerk and we got this big old fight or, you know, I, I'm like, I really, I don't, I don't want to know that about your husband. Not that I don't want to know how mm-hmm. to pray for people, but there's always two sides, right? To every mm-hmm. argument, to every fight. Um, it doesn't mean that both sides are always right. Sometimes one is right, one is wrong. Um, and sometimes both are wrong. But again, as we're homeschooling our kids and displaying for them what a healthy marriage looks like, let's talk about how to fight fair. How have you, in 20 years of marriage, how have you learned to fight fair with your husband? Yeah, so this has been huge for me. Uh, If you've ever really read my blog much or listened to my podcast much, I actually did a um, homeschool workshop on this also at the expo. I can become unglued very easily. Um, God has really worked with me a lot through the years. Um, One book that really changed my life on that is Unglued by Lisa Turkhurst. It really, Mm -hmm. really changed my life in helping me with those unglued moments. But I think that one important part, one important thing that I've really learned through the years with Fighting Fair is to remember that I'm not, my husband is not the only one with flaws. He is not the only one that messes up or does or has imperfections. You know, when we first got married, I found his little quirks cute. Um, But then the longer we were married, they started really annoying me. Um, And I would keep a list of things that he did wrong. And (laughs) I still struggle with this. Um, If he might be in the other room, might be hearing this and laughing a little bit. I still struggle with it. I'm assuming a mental list, yes. not an actual written list. Well, we, we, <laughs> oh, Misty, we, tell me you didn't actually write things down. When we first got married, I may have actually kept an actual paper list and brought them back oh, no. out. Um, okay, what not to do when you're yes, first married. Exactly, what not to do. But I remember one time after we got into a fight, he looked at me and he said, um, you know, I could keep notes on you too, but I love you. For you. I love you in spite of your imperfections. Can't you do the same for me? 
Wow. And I remember that moment in our marriage. And I remember how hurt he was that I was constantly throwing those things back up at him Mm. and that pain in his face. And I told myself that I would do my best to never make him look like that again and to hurt him like that. And I think that it's easy for us when we're home alone with the kids all day, you know, and, and the minute he walks in the door to just unload everything that went wrong and it's his fault, you know, um, and we take out those frustrations, um, that we've had throughout the day on our husbands. And that's, that's not fair. Uh, we need to remember, you know, we're not fighting our husbands. We're fighting the enemy, which, you know, is Satan, you know, and Satan will do whatever he can to attack our marriages because if he can break down a marriage, he can get to the family. Oh yeah. And that's what Satan wants. And I don't want to be the one that gives that to him. You know, I want to do what I can to fight fair and to um, do what I can to have a healthy, godly marriage uh, and and to model that with our kids. Um, So that that would probably be my number one tip is, you know, don't keep those lists, whether they're mentally or on paper and throw up past hurts um, to our husbands. And nine times out of 10, when you do fight with your husband, it's going to be um, because of a past hurt, maybe something that they did to you in the past that you're still frustrated about, an action that your spouse maybe did that reminded you of that, um, an annoyance, you know, so it might be an annoyance from your kids for the day. It might be something that your husband forgot that you told him 50 times, um, just something that just kind of just pricked at you just a little yeah. bit that you were maybe already having a bad day and that little annoyance pushed through. Um, or stuffed emotions. So I know I stuff things a lot because I used to just throw out a lot of anger. And so then I kind of started stuffing some of those emotions. And when we do that, whether it be, you know, stuffed emotions from our kids, from our family, from a friend, from something that happened, I'm stressed just from the world right now. Um, those little things can can just eat at you. And then you tend to push out those to your husband. And I think it's yeah. important to recognize where is that frustration coming from? And at the end of the day, is it really your husband's fault? Um, and, and if you're throwing all of those things out at him, then you're not exactly fighting fair. And I don't want to be an unglued wife. I don't want to be, I don't want to model that for my kids. Um, and so I think it's important to recognize where those frustrations come from. Um, and then for me, what helps me kind of work through that a little bit is to number one, pray, um, ask God to help handle the emotions that I might be struggling with, that I might be, um, fighting with and just stop and pray before I start spewing those words out, um, offer grace, you know, like the comment my husband made about the imperfections, you know, um, if I was perfect, I wouldn't need Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. And I do need Jesus. And so um, he does too. My husband does too. And so I want to give the grace that's been so freely given to me, to my husband. And I would also want my husband to, you know, give me that same grace. And so I think that that's really important. And then talk about those frustrations with your husband, you know, go out to dinner, talk about, um, you know, talk about what's bothering you whether it be something in your marriage or something else. Um, I've told my husband, I was like, if you see me getting frustrated and snippety with you, nine times out of 10, it's something's going on with the kids that I, <laughs> I, I'm i dealing with that stress that's wearing me down, especially right now in this season of college and dating and, and having teenagers. 
And I said, so my frustration is just stress of not being able to control those situations. And yeah. I've told him that. And so if he starts seeing me getting snippety, then at bedtime, he'll be like, what's going on with the kids? <laughs> and he <Yeah>. knows. <laughs> um, because I carry that weight around. As homeschool sure. moms, you do. You carry this huge weight of everything that's going on with our kids around. And because of that, I, I wear that stress. And I tend to sometimes take it out Um with my husband. So I don't know if that kind of answers your question about fighting fair, but those are some things that's really, really um, helped me a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking of first Corinthians 13, of course, you know, Mm -hmm. love is patient, love is kind. And one of the love is, is love keeps no record of wrongs. Mm -hmm. And we sure can do that. Um, And and I I feel like more as women, because we emotionalize things Mm -hmm. and we internalize them a little bit more than I think our husbands, at least in my experience, you know, Garrett's able to just kind of let things go and move mm-hmm. on, um, you know, a- after we've resolved things where, you know, I, I will hold on to it a little bit longer and, um, and, and yeah, it ends up causing more conflict. Like you mm-hmm. said, it's interesting because I never have thought so much about that, but yeah, I, I mean, typically, you know, when there's some sort of disagreement, it's usually bringing up, you know, but you did this, you yep. know, a month ago or a week ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, so yeah, that's a fantastic reminder of, you know, not keeping record of any wrong that has been done and, uh, and praise God that we have a God mm-hmm. who doesn't keep record of our wrongs. Amen. You know, that's why Jesus died on the cross so that our sins were forgiven and forgotten. And we move on with life. I mean, imagine if he had a list, Misty. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> a I written know. list of all of our offenses. <laughs> I was not oh, a Christian dear. at the time. I will say that. This was before we'd given our oh, lives no. back to the Lord. <laughs> oh, girl, you do not have to even explain. I, I think I've told some of our stories uh, of, of our early marriage years. And I mean, let's see, there may or may not have been a bowl of macaroni and cheese thrown at my husband. Oh, yeah. Um, I threw muffins I, outside my front door I, one time. <laughs> Just threw them out. <laughs> Oh, good golly. Yeah. Mac and cheese is not, and I'm talking the orange craft Mac and cheese. It's not a great idea to throw that at your husband because then you end up having to clean up the orange off of the carpet. But (laughs) this was literally 27 years ago. And, you know, I I was unbelievably immature at the time. Mm -hmm. So, so it's okay. It is funny to, to go, to look back and you know, not, not laugh because it was funny at the time, but now I'm like, that was so mm-hmm. silly, mm-hmm. but we just had so much growing up to do, not just ourselves, but in our relationship with the Lord, which, you know, we talked about our our episode that we did recently with Bob Lapine, and we talked about that in that episode as well, of just growing in the Lord. And that's, that is one of the things, if not the most important thing that we need to do in order to have a strong marriage is you put your relationship with the Lord first, mm-hmm. and then your relationship with your husband will it will soar. I mean, and, and again, you're not going to have, it's not going to be perfect all the time. You're still going to have trials. Um, but when you've got the Lord on your side, uh, you know, you can do anything. I mean, the Holy Spirit's going to give you what you need in order to have a, a good, healthy, successful marriage, um, and to please him at least on your end as a wife in the way that Mm -hmm. you treat your husband. You know, some people have husbands who they're not believers and no matter what the wife does, they're just not, going to love her the way she wants to be loved. They're not going to lead their family the way that the Christian wife wants him to lead, but you're on team Jesus and, uh, you know, the the Lord is good um, in all things. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? 
Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing and providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Misty. Before the break, we were talking about fighting and fighting fair and just mm-hmm. what, what that looks like in our marriage and how we can... Um, fight well, you know, not holding grudges against each other, not keeping record of wrongs, loving each other as 1 Corinthians 13 tells us to love each other. But I think sometimes when we're in a season of marriage that's really hard, it is really hard to find joy when we have these expectations Mm -hmm. of what we think our marriage should look like. And we want to display that for kids. You know, you've got the Christian homeschool mom who's like, you know, I want Mm -hmm. my kids to see that we have a really good, healthy marriage, but it's just not there. How can a mom find joy in her marriage that maybe is emotionally falling apart, maybe it's literally falling apart, whatever the case might be, how can that mom find joy? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, again, this is one of those things that, you know, society paints for us is this, you know, perfect marriage, you know, the Cinderella stories, the Sleeping Beauties, um, all of the, you know, the leave it to beaver or whatever, Um, even Little House on the Prairie, you know, Charles yeah. and Caroline, you know, we have this perception of, of, of marriage and perfection and our husband, you know, leading us and doing all the things right, bringing us flowers every day. And then you're married and it's been a couple of years and the shoe drops, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and it's, it's, it's hard for real. Um, I think, I think remembering that we have a choice again every day. I know we kind of touched on this one of the other days, but you know, we have a choice every day to wake up and continue to love our husband and continue Mm -hmm. to choose our spouse each and every day and to love them unconditionally, just as Christ loves us. And I know there have been seasons in our marriage where, you know, my husband hasn't necessarily always been the spiritual leader that I maybe want or would expect him to be. And I've kind of had to fill those shoes that maybe I didn't feel like I should um, have to fill. And you know, had some little bits of resentment in there for him, you know, for that. And, you know, in that season, um, there was, I got a call one day, um, you know, we were in this season rough, it was a rough patch in our marriage. And I got a call from, um, from my husband's work that there had been an accident at work and he had been hit by a rail cart. And I remember that moment vividly. I dropped a glass in the middle of my kitchen floor. My kids were all young and I had to call somebody to come in to the house and um, keep the kids. And I rushed to the hospital and I had no idea what I was going to be walking into. I, I had no clue. Was he alive? Was, you know, did he, did he lose a limb? Like what had happened? 
And I remember walking into the room and seeing my husband and just melting down. And all Mm. of those frustrations, all of those little things that I had um, been aggravated with before, you know, like him leaving shoes on the floor, you know, it always drove me nuts. Like he would leave shoes on the floor all the time. And then um, I remember, you know, he, he was, he ended up being okay. Like he was, he was hurt pretty bad. Um, and he was off work for a little bit. And so the next day um, there was only one shoe left on the floor, not two, because one shoe he couldn't wear at the time because of his injury. And I cried because I was so, so thankful that that, that really put it into perspective for me, that that situation could have been so different and God spared him. And I started yeah. loving my husband differently. Um, and you know, I, it, it really, really put things into perspective for me. Um, and it kind of helped me change my response, you know, a little bit to, to those frustrations, um, you know, because I love him and I was so, so thankful that he was still there, you know, with us because things could have been completely different. And I think remembering that, remembering um, how quickly things can change, uh, do those imperfections, do those flaws, um, do they really matter? You know, at the end of the day, do they really matter? My husband might not have led our house the way that I thought he should. You know, he's not a talkative person, you know, um, but he was still modeling Christ to my kids in different ways. And it might yeah. not have been the way I expected him to, but it was the way, it was a, in a way that God had gifted him with. You know, my husband will work every day with his hands. He will go out and build or serve or whatever with his hands. And he might not be the person in front of the church leading or in front of our house leading, but you know, he's a behind the scenes kind of guy. And um, I needed to remember that. And I needed to remember those gifts that God had given him, even if they weren't exactly the way that I wanted them to be. Um, And that's not necessarily an imperfect marriage, but it's an imperfect person, you know, for me. And, but he's perfect exactly the way God made him. So not sure if that's the way that, you know, you was looking for that answer to go, but um, it's, it stayed with me through the years. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's so important. And what a great reminder that, I mean, our husbands are exactly Mm -hmm. who God made them to be. Yes. You know, some are quiet, some are loud, some Mm -hmm. are, you know, are reserved, some are outgoing. I mean, just, they all have different personalities, just like we have different Mm -hmm. personalities. And so just learning to love them for who God made them to be. Yeah. And we're both imperfect people. Yes. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and, you know, extending the forgiveness to Mm -hmm. them that we want them to extend to us when we offend them and say things that are hurtful. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, we're, we're sinful human beings. I, I wish I could say, that I was always nice and patient and kind, and I did all things perfectly, but it's just not the reality. I mm-hmm. I, I desire that, uh, but I know that I have a husband who desires that as well. You know, Amen. he wants to love his family well, and he, and he does. He loves us very well. Um, but again, that that enemy just creeps in yep. and and wants us to believe. You know, he's not good enough. You can do better. Mm-hmm. You can do better than this. You can have a happier marriage. You can have a happier family. Your kids deserve better. Mm -hmm. And that's just a lie from the enemy. Have you seen, I'm sure, and I think we've talked about this before. um, I don't recommend a lot of movies on this podcast um, because I think most movies are terrible. But um, have you seen Fireproof? Yes, um, absolutely. Yep, yep. That is such a good movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, The Love Dare. It's such a good movie. For, For those who maybe are, whether you're struggling or not, but especially if you're struggling in your marriage, watch that movie. Because I mean, it's just a movie, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a, a real story about a real couple, but I think some of the, um, 
ideas in that movie really are important of just learning to love them unconditionally um, without expecting anything in return. Yeah. And, uh, and actually fun, fun fact about that, you know, and another yeah. time that we were going through a rough patch in our marriage, my husband was at, um, at a job that thankfully he was around lots of Christians and his boss actually gave him the book, the love dare. Oh, and wow. my husband started kind of going through that book and the love dares from that movie, from the fireplace right. movie. And he started going through that without me realizing that. Um, oh, wow. and it was, it was beautiful. Uh, you know, and we've been married 20 years and, you know, I can yeah. say there's been a few times that we've had really rough, rough, low patches, but God yeah. has always come through and has yeah. always just reminded us in one way or the other, by putting people in our lives, putting books in our lives, um, putting circumstances like that horrible accident, at my husband's work to just wake us up to the joy yeah. of marriage and to remind us just to trust God and each and everything that we do. So I'm so glad you brought that fireproof movie up yeah. Um, because yeah, there's actually a book that goes along with that. And it's a wonderful, yeah. wonderful movie and book. Yeah. Yeah. We'll link those in the show notes. And you, you know, you talk about trusting God, you know, uh, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, trust mm-hmm. in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Um, trusting the Lord to get us through this life, to get us through marriage, to get us through parenting. Um, he'll help us through it. It's not going to look pretty always. It's not always going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It's going to take hard work and intention, um, but God is good and he is a faithful God. And when we are obedient to him, when we are obedient, not when everyone else in the family is obedient, but when we ourselves are obedient to what he's called us to do and who he's called us to be as women, as followers of Christ, he's going to get us through it. He's going to see us through the hard times. And so I'm glad you are an example um, of that. I'm an example of that and of God's faithfulness. And so, um, Misty, thank you so much for sharing with us this week. Thanks for just your transparency and uh, just the wisdom that you have shared. It's been fun talking with you, and I'm so grateful for your encouragement to our family. So thank you. You're welcome. It's been great having being, having you, being on here, Yvette. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for watching and being with us this week. I hope you've been encouraged as well. If you want to find out more about Schoolhouse Rocked and the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry, go to schoolhouserocked.com. And like I said before, we are doing the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. Again, it is an online, live, and fully interactive conference. It's so much fun. And so we'll have, we've got the schedule out on the website. Go to homegrowngeneration.com. You can find out more about it there. And um, Misty was part of it last time, and it's really fun. You actually get to interact with each one of our speakers live. And if you miss any of the sessions, you can go back and watch them forever for as long as they're on the internet, which is a very long time. Um, So don't feel like you have to watch every single session, but you can pick and choose the ones that will be a blessing to you and just interact, ask questions to our speakers. And we've got a lot of great sessions coming up. So I know it's going to be an encouragement to you. You can sign up at the website at homegrowngeneration.com. Have a great rest of your day and we will see you guys back here next week with another fantastic guest. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course. And we guarantee it. 
To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.